Hello, welcome to the Wasting Time podcast, the Christmas special. Merry Christmas, Chris. Merry Christmas, Nick. Are you feeling festive? Yeah, relatively, I would you say. Will be by the end of this, anyway. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And it's been a, it's been a while since we've done it. We've we've done a Christmas episode. You know, I was I was going back and looking at this, and we did one in our first, like so you know a long time before you were on board. So in our first year, 2015. We had we had uh, Ben Tipple who was with Punktastic at the time, and it was it was right before Christmas, so we kind of discussed our favourite Christmas songs at the end. So I know that's something we're going to be discussing in this episode. So I was quite curious going back and seeing how it compared to what to what I'm going to say today. Okay, fair enough. And we've also got some of our previous guests going back in history and um, uh, hearing yep. from them in terms of. Some of their favourite songs. Absolutely, yeah. So, big, big thank you to, to to all of our previous guests who who uh, got involved with this. Uh, nice. Yeah, I wasn't actually feeling in the Christmas spirit at all, just with everything that's going on with the house until last weekend. Until you, um, <laughs> until you kindly hosted a, a a Christmas Christmas quiz to replace oh, your you. wedding day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I was, for the listener, I was supposed to get married originally last weekend and then because of covid obviously that that got put back so my, my partner and i just we, we did like a zoom quiz for like a kind of close friends and family uh which which included nick and his wife lucy um yeah we i didn't do was... bad we came fourth as well out of like 13 yeah, or something decently. I was yeah. <laughs> um but you know because it was quite a broad quiz involving a lot of people i didn't include many questions that uh involve the kind of topics we cover on this show but i did manage to sneak a couple in and i think i think you got one of them right and one of them wrong so like i had I like got your uh, joel madden santa that's for sure yeah we had like celebrities like disguised as santa one so i got joel madden in there which i would have been very disappointed if nick didn't get that but then we had an, to be honest with you had it had it not even looked like remotely like joel madden i would have still put a joel madden guest down just because yeah. i know you would have hit him <laughs> one in there <laughs> Um, and the other one was we did um, song clips, uh, you know, from classic Christmas songs. So I got one one in um, that I happen to like, uh, and I thought Nick would know that, but he didn't get that. Well, but in, my say, defense, in my defense, yeah. the audio was quite poor. Oh, it, it was dreadful, yeah. yeah. We probably recorded that using Audacity, like my, my Wonder Boom, just through the tinny laptop speakers so yeah it wasn't the most professionally put together in that respect so what we're going to do then top five christmas songs punk rock pop punk christmas type yeah i, I suppose time. just kind of like alternative christmas songs yeah um yeah so like we thought it'd be fun for for the two of us to talk through our top five and as you'll hear throughout the show like we've reached out to uh previous guests to to get some of their favorites as well um so that's kind of what we're doing here. You want to go first with your number five? Uh, yeah, let's let's do it. Okay, so number five for me. Um, it's a song that's existed for a while. I only ever heard an acoustic version of it, but then Good Charlotte put out um, a Good Charlotte Christmas Part One. Part Two still hasn't turned up, but they did this like three years ago. And they've got a song that they've had kicking around for ages called Christmas by the Phone. Um, you know, it sounds like early Good Charlotte, which I like. It's got a social distortion reference in, in the in the verse. It's catchy as fuck. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, 
So that's why it finds its way into my top five. Uh, Nick, were you familiar with this song prior to making these lists? And on what did you think of it? Um, I, I am aware of the song. It didn't feature on my list, unfortunately. Um, mm-hmm. But I can understand why it featured in your list. So, uh, yeah, it's all right. It's all right. Yeah, they've got on that EP, they've got that and another one, which is quite similar. And then they've got their cover of Last Christmas, which is at fine. Least, <laughs> I guess at least it is, a, is an original. Um, it, it is an original, right? Yeah. Well, that's something to go by, isn't it? Because uh, majority of my list are covers, yeah, covers yeah, songs. yeah, it is. But yeah, it's like it's the kind of song I like from the Maddens. So, and you know, I associate it with Christmas. So, yeah, it, I had to have something from them in this. For Christmas, you left me lonely, it's true. Could you have waited till New Year's? At least the year would be through. Now all the mistletoe's hanging. For no reason at all. Honey, your presents are still wrapped. But you don't even call. Come on. i tell you what, Chris. Go on. I wonder what um, Rob Hitt's favourite Christmas song is. <laughs> let's, let's find out. <laughs> hey, y'all. It's Rob from I Surrender Records and formerly of the band Midtown. One of my favourite Christmas songs is The Kinks and uh, Father Christmas. But a version that I particularly enjoy is uh, Valencia did a cover of Father Christmas and it's actually up on Spotify. Uh, This is a pretty fun version. The solo in the middle of the song completely shreds, and I think they they did quite a nice job on this song. So this is one of my favorites. That is not one of the typical, uh, you know, ones you'd hear on pop radio or Radio 1 type Christmas songs. So uh, I hope everybody else has heard this one and enjoys it as much as I do. So um, my number five, I'm going to go with um, No Use for a Name, Fairy Tale of New York. Mm-hmm. Have, have you always been a fan of that cover? Uh, yes. Uh, I'm also a big fan of the song. Yeah. It's interesting, actually, a cover of it. I mean, I like this cover too, of course. It's No Use for a Name. Uh, who, who, who's, who does the female vocal on it again? Oh, you know you're asking. I'm not sure. Oh, the female singer is Cinderblock, for those who are asking. Cinderblock? Bring any bells to you? Nope. No. So, yeah, that's my number five. Um, You know, one of the biggest Christmas songs of all time. Yeah, Uh, I was going to say before, um, another cover of that that I like as well is is one that Dolly Rots did. And, like, you know, when it gets to that controversial word, because theirs uh is recorded very recently, he just says... um, uh, you you scumbag, you maggot, you cheat, lousy maggot. It just says maggot twice, to, <laughs> <laughs> which I quite like. Fair play. Um, Fair play. But yeah, no, that's cool. Uh, no, no use for a name covering a classic. I mean, pretty safe choice, but yeah, can't can't uh, 
Yeah, can't hold that against you. That's fair. Okay, number four then. Uh, before number four, um, should we find out what um Dave Bax from Sum Forty One's favorite Christmas songs are? We could do. Hey everybody, how's it going? Dave from Sum Forty One here. So Chris reached out and asked me to tell you what my favorite song for the holidays is. And uh, normally I would uh, pick an entire record. Uh, it's called Soka Christmas. Like all your favorite Christmas songs done in a Soka style. It's like so hilarious slash awesome slash nostalgic for me. But um, I think if I were to pick one for 2020, it would be off of The Vandals' Oi to the World, a song called Nothing's Gonna Ruin My Holiday. Um, Go look up the lyrics, look up the uh, video for it. It is one of the best songs on one of the best Christmas albums ever recorded. And uh, the Vandals always do a uh, Christmas show every year. And um, they're one of my favorite bands, really, really close to my heart. So Nothing's Gonna Ruin My Holiday by the Vandals, the greatest band, the Beatles of punk rock. Uh, so my number four is, um, and this is one, that I noticed I did speak about on our old Christmas episode. It's by Runner Runner, um, which was what the band Over It became, um, former guest Peter Munters, part of both those projects. Um, and it's a cheesy little number called Christmas in California. Um, I, I don't know why I like it so much. It's just, it's catchy, but I don't know, again, it just makes me think of Christmas and it's just... Well, a lot of Christmas songs are cheesy and it's just shameless in the way it is. Um, did you know this one? I didn't know it, but I listened to it, yeah. yeah. What do you think? You're, you're putting me to shame with all these original, originally written <laughs> songs. Um, I've only got one original song on my list. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm not a huge runner-runner guy. There's definitely yeah. more of an over-it guy if we're talking. Yeah, yeah. Talking yeah which, I think, which I think Pete, Pete was as well, yeah. I think it was like one of the last things Runner Runner did. And uh, yeah. <laughs> but I, I still enjoy it hearing it every December. So my number four, I'm going to go with um, Bad Religion's cover of um, Bing Crosby's White Christmas. Because, I mean, just it's Bad Religion covering Bing Crosby. Yeah, they, uh, they do a good version of it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, Greg, what's Greg Graffin? Griffin? Is I always forget. Called? Yeah, I just I just always remember he's called Greg and he has a PhD. Yeah, do I sh- yeah, I should refer to him as Doctor Greg Greg yeah. Graffin. Um I mean his voice is is just so unique and 
yeah bad religion yeah, sound at christmas on a christmas classic uh yeah. white biggest, christmas biggest selling yeah biggest, biggest selling, selling christmas song yeah. of all time yeah traditionally a very very slow song um yeah punk rock bad religion <laughs> version yeah what's not what's not to like get it get it in your life yeah, nice. I I don't think I'd ever listen to this one. I'm I'm ashamed, I'm ashamed to say, um, but like you say, I mean, it, yeah, it's it ticks all the boxes. There's not really uh, anything to dislike about it if, if you're into this kind of music. Um, so yeah, I I preferred it to to the Goldfinger one that came out a couple of years ago as well. So yeah, it's it's the best punk version of this song I've heard before. And that's me kind of, that's the punk rock side of my list. It mm-hmm. starts to shift into into the pop punk. Okay, um, nice, in, nice. In the top three, basically. Number three, should I go number three? Yeah, let's mix it up. You got you. Let's hear your third one. So the only original song on my list, um, it's Blink. I won't be home for Christmas. Yes, mate. Um, it's just a classic classic blink song isn't it really yeah this this i th- i could be wrong i mean if any listeners want to correct me if, if i am wrong but i think it was the f- one of the first things travis ever recorded with them oh really um yeah because it was done in 98 um, blink trivia for that for you yeah so the, the year before enema was was released um and it's cool you can kind of hear like that it's almost in some ways sound wise it's like a stepping stone between dude ranch and enema because it sounds it's going away from like the double time raw kind of stuff they used to do into what they that you know they they started doing around the enema of the state yeah. era yeah, and exactly. uh, i mean it's not as polished as enema of the state but you can kind of hear like Absolutely. the songwriting kind of kind of change um yeah it's it's great it's great um i've i've you know loved this since since i was back at school and i still love it just as much hearing it every december for sure i mean Arguably, arguably, it should maybe be higher on my list, but um, I had to make had to make a tough tough decision. You know? Yeah, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> it's Christmas time again. It's time to be nice to the people you can't stand.
Hey, what's up everyone? This is Tim from the band Alistair. And I am probably going to say that my favorite Christmas song of all time is, it's an original, it's not actually a cover song or some sort of alternative version, um, but it's the Nat King Cole original version of a Christmas song. Um, and part of the reason is because when I was like nine years old, I was walking around the neighborhood and I saw someone throwing out some records in their trash. And I was going through these records and I found like these crazy good albums, uh, like the Doobie Brothers, the Captain and Me, uh, Led Zeppelin One. Like I couldn't believe, at, at the time I didn't really know any different, but looking back on it now, I couldn't believe people were throwing out these records. But one of the albums uh, that they were throwing out was a Nat King Cole Christmas. And so I took some of these records home with me because I had heard them before, I had heard the names before. My dad is a big musician, so these these artists were kind of familiar to me. So I took these records home and I played them on the record player at my house and I was just floored by Nat King Cole's voice. And I'm a huge Christmas fan, so of course it's the best version of that song that I've ever heard. Um, and so for me, I think that particular song is special because it feels like it's my own, right? Like I discovered that version of that song um, and to me, it's kind of just a small uh, personal piece of myself that I have um, and I can really connect to because I discovered it myself. Um, but that, I think, is definitely my favorite Christmas song of all time. Number three for you? Uh, number three for me, uh, right, this is, this is a bit embarrassing. I mean, not the choice. I think it's, it's a cool Christmas punk song, but it's All Alone on Christmas by a band called Seven Minute Martians. And I thought until today that this was just a brilliant song by Seven Minute Martians. And I was just like, why isn't this like more widely known? It's so catchy. It's like, what, what's up with that? And then um, we, were, we were cleaning our flat earlier and Parisha put on some music and she put on the original of this song, which is a darling love song, actually written by um, Little Steve from the East, uh, Bruce Springsteen's band. But, um, and I think it was originally record for home alone too but it's quite a well-known song and um i was like oh okay yeah no wonder that their song's so catchy it's because they're they're they're, they're covering the darling love song um did did you know this song already no no i don't know the band either should i know oh, the yeah, band? no they're quite they're, they're quite small um as far as i'm aware they only have one full length that came out a couple of years ago um okay but yeah i just i just came across them. Yeah, like I think within like last three or four years, but yeah, I came across this song and like loved it because the verse, it, well, it's all so catchy. And then, you know, to find out it's it's actually a, why the song was quite embarrassing. And it's good that I found that out just in time for recording this because otherwise I would have been saying to you, "Oh, this is like one of the best pop punk Christmas songs ever written." I think you know, but as it turns out, it's just a cool cover. Cool. Well, there you go. We mm -hmm. we're doing our bit to plug some. Um, New and up upcoming artists as well. Yeah, well yeah, done, be, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, hopefully, hear hear some new original material from those guys next yeah. year.
Yeah, it'd be good to hear from um, Jason Tate actually and see what. Oh, Jason Tate, Chorus.fm. Yeah, that that would be that would be ace. Hey, wasting time podcast. I'm Jason Tate from Chorus.fm, and alternative Christmas songs have pretty much been a part of my life, going all the way back to the absolute punk.net.net days. Um, anyway, my favorite has always been Jimmy Eat World's rendition of Last Christmas. Not only do I just love any version of Last Christmas, but this one is specifically great. Um, other favorites include Something Corporates Forget December, The Mains, Winter Means Nothing Without You, and A Newfound Glory's Xmas always just kind of sounded like the perfect pop-punk Christmas song. Uh, of course, I've got to call out one of the first holiday pop-punk songs I remember, Blink-182's I uh, Won't Be Home for Christmas, and one of my favorite albums to play in college was always that always got a good response was uh the reliant k christmas album um and lastly follow boys you'll shoot your eye out is what i'm about to go listen to because i want some festive festive spirit and it's 2020 and we deserve it i hope everyone has a wonderful holiday this year and if you want more random thoughts from me about music entertainment and stuff i i enjoy you can subscribe to my weekly newsletter at chorus.fm slash newsletter Okay, so my number two is the only crossover in both our lists. I also have I Won't Be Home for Christmas, uh, which Jason just mentioned, and you have the four Blink-182. Um, as I said before, it's just um, a, a great, catchy little Blink number. It's like I was playing it at work a couple of years ago, and like my, my colleague who doesn't know much about Blink obviously knows them or whatever, and like just on first hearing that song, he was just like, they know how to write a catchy pop song, to be fair to them. Hey everybody, this is Ty from Broadway Calls, and I wanted to talk about one of my favorite alternative Christmas songs. Um, when I was a kid, I didn't know anything about the East Coast or rap at all. Like, I grew up in a house that didn't have any rap in it. It was just like a rock house, which, you know, I'm grateful for. But when I first heard Christmas and Hollis by Run DMC, it was on a compilation tape that my parents had um, that was mostly just like, you know, like big 80s pop rockers. There's like Cyndi Lauper on there and stuff. Um, but when I first heard that Run DMC song, I'd never heard anything like it. And to this day, it's still one of my favorite uh, Christmas songs talking about just a completely different Christmas experience than I had ever <laughs> thought of. Um and uh, yeah, if you've never heard Christmas in Hollis by Run DMC, go check that out. Have a happy new year, everybody. Hey, what's up, Wasting Time Podcast and everybody who listens. It's Josh Madden. I just wanted to check in and uh, add a couple of my favorite holiday tunes to the holiday list, the playlist. Um, first and foremost, uh, Poppy. A newer artist has a has a newer has a new uh holiday EP out. Uh another newer artist, Kill Station, that I know has just released a cover of All I Want for Christmas is You. Um a good friend of mine, Holt H X L T, has uh, a song called A Song for Christmas out that uh that I like, that I love. I think I think you would like, you have to look it up. Um gotta go with the classic i to go with the classic No Doubt holiday song. Um, I just think whether you like Ska or New Age Ska or No Doubt, it's just a classic and the video is good as well. It's, an, it's a bit older, but definitely look it up. Um, one of my all-time favorites, my brothers have a song called uh, Waiting by the Phone. 
Um, if you listen to it on, on any of the DSPs or anything like that, it's a little newer, but you go and dig on uh, YouTube. There's a, there's a version of it. I think they wrote when they were like 18 or 19. The acoustic version is probably my favorite. Um, one of my favorite songs of all time. Gotta mention the legendary Pogues, uh, fairy tale of New York. Um, I've been, uh, lucky enough to see Shane McGowan perform before back in the day when I worked at the 930 club and, uh, you can't make a holiday playlist without the Pogues Fairy Tale of New York. And last but not least, Adam Sandler's Hanukkah song. Gotta have a Hanukkah song on the holiday playlist. And uh, if you have a have have a Hanukkah song or two, you gotta include uh, Adam Sandler's Hanukkah song. Um, big love to everybody out there. Um, we made it through this year, 2020. Looking forward to 2021. Um, if we can't be all together on the holidays this year, uh, let's love the people that we're with. Um, grateful to be alive, grateful to be uh, around music and, and be able to listen to music and be able to talk to people about music. Big, big thanks for wasting time and everybody out there who supports it. Um, everybody out there who has interested in music and supports music, um, new and old and everywhere in between. Uh, much love, you guys. Have a happy holiday and, um, Look me up if anybody uh, is bummed or, or needs to talk or wants to connect. Um, I'm here. Let's let's make it through this this holiday time and into next year and uh, keep doing it. Um, much love, peace, and, and music. Okay, so I know you're on the edge of your seat for this one. Number two, I'm going with American Hi-Fi featuring <laughs> Mike Herrera, Christmas Baby Please Come Home. Originally, I'm not sure if it was originally done, but I feel I think it was you too. Um, but Mariah Carey did it as well. No, no, this is Darling Love as well. Um, who seven, uh, seven Minute Marshals Martians covered? Um, it's one of her Spill, Phil Spector songs from that classic Phil Spector album. But yeah, like this is this is like it's. I think it's always dangerous covering this song because it's like one of the best Christmas songs that exists i think like the, the classic version but I this song just goes straight from the off double double time i know, my career. <laughs> I know it's... <laughs> it's straight in it's like it hits you right in the fucking face yeah i can't yeah. believe i didn't know about them covering this as well i was surprised well i mean american hi-fi haven't really been on our kind of top of our listening lists but i get i mean it must have been about 20 years ago and they blew up in the UK and were just all over Kerrang. What was the what was that hit song that they, they had over Flavor here? of the Week. That's it, Flavor of the Week. Yeah. Um they were always a bit corny, I thought. Um, mm. I didn't know of this song until recently and um yeah, I mean American Hi Fi is not really a band I listen to, but obviously Mike Carrera appears on that. Um and yeah. makes and, uh, makes a lot uh, of things golden um, whenever he uh Yeah, he sounds features. cool on it. The um the guy from American Hi-Fi, Stacy Jones or whatever he's called, he's kind of I think he's a big hitter in the music industry anyway, like writing for other artists, and right? Playing with like you know like pop artists and stuff. So he's kind of I think you know had like an amazing career out. I think American Hi-Fi is almost just like a side project of his outside of what he does in the music world. Um, yeah, no, it's cool. Um, like I say, it's just because I, I I love the original so much. It's weird hearing any cover of it, but it's nice to not hear Michael Bublé cover it because he fucking butchers it. Um, <laughs> and it, so this is more fun than that, definitely. Bye, bye, bye. Christmas, baby, 
There you go. Number two. What's that? Nice. Nice. As we edge towards number one, let's hear from another one of our guests. Who should we hear from this time? Let's see what Jonah Matranga's got to say, eh? Oh, yeah. Nice. Cool. When you asked about my favorite holiday recordings and stuff, I mostly thought of making stuff with my daughter and making stuff with friends, uh, back in Sacto especially. And there's this one record called The Planet Sleeps. Um, it's kind of a compilation of lullabies from around the world. I don't think it was for the holidays in particular, but it it's what I would always find myself putting on around the holidays. It just has a real sweet vibe. Um, I can't find it on Spotify anymore or anything, but it's gorgeous. Okay. Number one. The ultimate Christmas song. Yep. Who's going first? I don't know. <laughs> I'll, I'll dive in then. I have gone for New Found Glories, Nothing for Christmas. The song that I didn't get in your quiz last week. This was the song that Nick didn't get in my quiz last week. Um, is that because you weren't you weren't familiar with this? Because they, they've got a few Christmas songs. Um, one, my memory's fucking terrible, as you know. That's it. true. That's and true. Again, you know, I need to make it clear that the audio was very bad on that song, <laughs> listening to it over Zoom. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I have heard it. Um, yeah, I like this song so much just because I love the simplicity of it. I think the chorus is great. The melody is great on it. Um, and also, like, for me personally, it's like um, holds a special place because, like, I mean, I, this song's been around for about eight years or whatever, so I've been listening to it the whole time. But my 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 fiance, like, when she met me, like, obviously heard this song via me and like absolutely loves it, and it's almost like our our Christmas song. And like, oh. you know, the lyrics are like really positive, and it's got a reference to a Christmas Carol in the middle eight. And so for me, it's just yeah, it's like the perfect Christmas song, and um, yeah, I love it. I love it. And like, you know, they've got a few good Christmas songs, but yeah, this this one was the one that served the place for me. I don't mean to hold on to your love for so long, but the feeling is right and nothing can go wrong. The fog on the wind already all sings the songs. I can remember waking up in her arms and I think back to when I was younger. When everyone's together and I want you more now than ever Do not think about our troubles cause Christmas is coming So don't buy me nothing I got what I wanted I got what I needed And Christmas is coming 
Very good. Okay, so my Christmas number one song mm-hmm. comes from a Christmas album. Uh, okay. I'm not sure how many bands actually have done full length, like a full Christmas album. I know Jimmy World's done one. Yeah, MXPX have got a MXPX, lot of Christmas material. Yeah. Did Hawk, I feel like Hawk Nelson did a Christmas album. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I couldn't tell you yes or no, but I mean... It wouldn't surprise you. No, yeah, yeah. But I was a bit torn um, in terms of songs from this album because it's, a, mm-hmm. it's an album I do revisit every year because I think all the songs on it um, are great Christmas songs. They're, they're all really well put together. They're all a little bit different from the original as well. Um, so I've gone with Reliant K, We Wish You a Merry Christmas. <laughs> um, from the Let It Snow Baby, Let It Rain Dear album. And um, I was torn. I love the 12 Days of Christmas on there because that's great fun. But I mm-hmm. went for Have you have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas because um, a old band of mine used to, we used to, we had a run of, of Christmas shows. Um, yeah. And we basically, well, we basically ripped off Ryan Kay's version of that. And I used oh, to. Oh, did you really? I used to love, we just used to love playing it. Because um, it it opens, you know, with the palm muting, and it's just like, yeah, it was always a really fun song to play. That's yeah. the song I went with, but um, like the whole album's like great fun and obviously very Christmassy. Yeah, yeah, I I, I like that album too. I um I think there's a couple of originals on there because I feel like they there have might that. Be, yeah, there, there's the song they wrote about um, Lion the Witch in the Wardrobe, Always Winter, Never Christmas. I th- yeah. in like a thief or in whatever it's called. That's uh, that's an original, and in, I think that's in on like that. A lion. In like a lion. That's it. Um, and there's another song, another ballad called "I Hate Christmas Parties," which I think is an original. Um, I really what's, love that song. What's your thoughts on Christmas parties? What not what, the song, just the pa- Christmas parties in general. Yeah, I'm 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 partial to them. What are your thoughts? Yeah, yeah, like Christmas party. I mean, work work dues can be a little bit awkward and strained at times, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've got a Zoom one next week. Well, um, that wraps up our top five Christmas songs mm-hmm. from the pop punk, punk rock alternative genre. Any any side notes to those five? Anything? Any notable mentions outside of those five? Oh, yeah, yeah. I know, uh, I know um, Jason talked about um, some of the Jimmy World stuff. That's always a nice, a nice listen. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't have any. Well, you had something with Mike Carrera on, but we didn't really have any MXPX. They they're always putting out some decent uh, little Christmas numbers. Yeah. Uh, like they had December a couple of years ago. That was pretty cool. 
Um, what else? Oh, X Miss by Newfound Glory, which Jason mentioned, is also uh, another classic. But I didn't want to have two Newfound Glories. Well, um, I guess that just all that leaves is to to wish everyone a a very merry Christmas. I guess. Really. Yeah. Thank you for sticking with us this year and uh, for listening to the show, telling people about the show. Um, feel free to message us on like when we post this on social media, like any Christmas songs you think we've left out that should have been included. Um, that'd be pretty cool. Um, but yeah, aside from that, we'll, we'll see you guys in the new year. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, we'd love it if you could subscribe to us uh, wherever you get your podcasts, whether that's iTunes or Spotify or Stitcher or any, anywhere like that. Um, also, check us out on social media. If, if you just search for Wasting Time Podcast on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook, give us a like or a follow on any of those. And also, we love hearing from listeners as well. So um, feel free anytime to drop us an email at thewastingtimepodcast at gmail.com or obviously you can message us on social media as well but um, yeah we'll catch you next time for you to arrive and